Now, it's time for NFL Network reporter Ian Rappaport. It's the Rap Sheet on the NFL on TuneIn. Ian, thanks for taking the time. If Jerry Richardson has agreed to give up day-to-day control of the Panthers and plans on selling the team at the end of the season, why do you think the league investigation into Richardson continues? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. You know, first of all, it's the precedent. Um, it's the, you know, do we stop an investigation that we already announced we're doing just because an owner says he's selling? I mean, I think there, you know, certainly some who think they could, but you know, the the things allegedly still happen. The allegations are still there, and I think there's a lot probably to to figure out. You know, what if there are other people who are like that? That would be one one question. Um, you know, did this? Are there people in the organization who were treated in a way that they aren't happy with that want to talk to the NFL? Um, you know, th- those sorts of things. And um, the other part of it is, you know, obviously he's a trustworthy guy. He's an NFL owner. He says he's going to sell the team, uh, but he may not. And so let's say he decides, you know what, I'm just going to keep the team. Then the league will have wasted a lot of time, you know, to uh, between investigation and non-investigation. So, um, you know, I I think uh, I think it makes a lot of sense to continue this. I think the league will. Ian, the most dangerous team going into the postseason is not getting enough conversation, probably because their quarterback, and that's Jacksonville. Their defense is phenomenal. Uh, the running game is second to none. The play of Blake Bortles over the last three weeks, 71% passing, putting up seven touchdowns, no INTs. If he can continue that trend, how dangerous could that team be in a team be being in the postseason well i mean look, they're, they're a viable postseason team if he's an average regular just completely fine quarterback he's been i mean really if he doesn't turn the ball over and he manages to get the handoff you know they get the ball from the center to leonard fournette really they're a pretty good team if he's going to play better than that then they're very dangerous because you know look, their defense is great i mean really 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 great um but they're going to need someone to make a play they're going to at some point the, the opponent's going to go down and score a touchdown, and they're going to need Bortles to lead them back. If he's capable of doing that, it changes everything because then they you know, no longer go from being a team that's kind of happy to be in the playoffs. They go, from a team, they go to a team that can actually win a game or two or more because their defense is so good that they can ruin anything you want to do offensively. So they definitely got a shot. Taking you around the league with Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. Ian, what can you tell us about the likelihood of Bruce Arians deciding he wants to continue as head coach of the Cardinals, come back next year, because he's denied reports a month ago that he could be retiring? Well, it's an open question right now. Uh, I, I know that. And, you know, look, it, it's gonna ha- you're going to get an answer. you probably get an answer the final week of the season. Uh, we don't know. We don't know if he's coming back or not. I mean, I think the Cardinals are preparing if he is or not. Um, they'll be ready regardless. Uh, I certainly know people close to him who think he's going to retire. Uh, a lot of those same people thought so last year. You know, and so that's, I think that's one of the tough things is we've been through this before. We went through this exact same thing last year when everyone thought he was gone, everyone prepared for him to retire, and he just didn't. Um, he may not this year too, and, uh, but I think we'll probably find out pretty quickly. Marvin Lewis has done, a, I would say, a, a very good job uh, with that football team, considering how that organization was going back to when I was there in 1995. Uh, it was, it just, it just wasn't a good look as far as an organization is concerned in the National Football League. But he's turned it around. Give me your take. Right. Do you think he becomes a head coach uh, after this season, or does he go back to being an assistant, like a defensive coordinator or a linebackers coach, some to that extent? 
I'll choose option C. Uh, I think there's a pretty good chance he goes into personnel in the front office. You know, he's, I mean, I think he'll have a couple options. You know, NFL office would be one option. He's on the competition committee. Certainly working for the league office would be something that would make sense for him. Um, and uh, that would be one. And, you know, I think being in personnel is something that he would really like. Um, I talked about it last weekend. So um, I think that's probably a better option. I don't think he's going to go be a coordinator anywhere. Uh, as far as being a head coach, certainly possible. Uh, but I would probably not characterize that as likely. Ian, let's wrap it up in New England with this curious story. Do you know why Tom Brady's longtime trainer and business associate Alex Guerrero is no longer allowed to be on the Patriots sideline or travel on the team plane? I think a better question is why was it allowed to begin with? Uh, I, I don't know any other instance where a player's personal trainer slash friend is allowed any of those things. You know, he has an office in Gillette, which is certainly surprising. Um, you know, he is allowed, was allowed on team plays. He was allowed in the locker room. That, those are the kind of privileges that are not allowed from anyone. Uh, so I was surprised at this whole thing. And, uh, you know, the fact that it's sort of back to normal and he's being treated like everyone else's personal trainer uh, is not, uh, you know, it, to me it just basically brings it back to the status quo. And, of course, I can understand why a team would want to side with their own medical people, their own trainers, that's why they have them. They're there to work with their players. Um, so it's kind of an odd situation, but I really think it's going to be fine. Ian, great information as always. Look forward to chatting with you on Sunday when we get to NFL First and Goal on TuneIn Premium. Thanks, Ian. All right. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.